y'all. It's Carmen. What up, y'all? It's Brian. He's back. <laughs> yeah. So today we're talking about um, continuing our talk about fam- godly family structure. And I got to be honest, this is probably the, the topic that we are least knowledgeable about. If you hear those footsteps, it's our little puppy walking around. I'm the least knowledgeable about being a parent. Kids. Yeah. They're tough. Like I've got, you know, I've got my relationship with God. I got a pretty good handle on that for the most part. You ain't got a handle on me though. I got a pretty good handle on being a, being a wife. Not on me though. <laughs> but being a parent, it's it's day to day is a whole different ball game. One, but one day from the next, yep. you never know you what never it's going to be. It's like the box of chocolates, right? Right for us. Yeah. But that being said, um, children are a vital, important part of the family, right? And um, on our, our verses, Psalm 128, it talks about that... Um, your children are are a reward. In the chapter previous, uh, Psalm one twenty seven verse three says, "Sons are a heritage from the Lord." <clears throat> Excuse me, children a reward from Him. So, they're important to God and to the family, and we see this all through Scripture. You see Jesus welcoming the children to Him. Um, you know verses like this in Psalms where children are are important. They're seen as a reward. Um, have that, Sing, child, have that childlike faith. Mm-hmm, yeah. That's what, that's what God wants. Right. Just blind faith. So our job as parents is to try and not screw that up, right? Yeah. <laughs> so. I may fail in that. Yeah, every day. Yep. We're going we're gonna to mess up somewhere. Yep. Um, but, so what we're going to do is we're going to tr- probably divide this up into two parts so this first part, we're going to just go through the scriptures that we've picked out um, and talk about those. And then on part two, we're going to come back and, and have a little more discussion about what how this all looks in a, in a real life family, namely ours. So uh, let's jump right in then. Let's Sound do good? it. Okay. Let's do it. All right. So I'm going to read, uh, start with Psalm 128 um, as we've been reading it every week. Blessed are all who fear the Lord, who walk in His ways. You will eat the fruit of your labor. Blessings and prosperity will be yours. Your wife will be like a fruitful vine within your house. Your sons will be like olive shoots around your table. Thus is the man blessed who fears the Lord. May the Lord bless you from Zion all the days of your life. May you see the prosperity of Jerusalem, and may you live to see your children's children. Peace be upon Israel. All right, so what are some takeaways as it pertains to children from this psalm? Uh, That they're a blessing to us. Okay. Yeah, that's all you got. (laughs) (laughs) Right, that that you just, you know, you train them up to hopefully one day be godly Men and women, mm-hmm. um, and that we see that, like the like the verses say. So for me, children are a sign of the fruitfulness. Um, you know that olive, olive shoot. 
being a sign of there's some type of fruit. There's healthiness. There's nourishment there. Um, and then I thought about, like, what does the table represent so that the suns are around your table? Um, and I think that is an outward, I don't know, example of the parents. Um, and it's a place where the children can kind of come together and be themselves. You know, if you think about when we sit down at the dinner table every night, we're together as a family. You know, we have this round table where we're sitting at. We can all look at each other's faces and have conversation. And I think it's a relationship, mm-hmm. togetherness, yeah. communion with each other. Right. Like, how's your day? Mm-hmm. You know, what are you struggling with? Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, we see that God prepares tables for us throughout. I mean, you think about Psalm 23 that God's prepared a table before us in the presence of our enemies. You know, that's a, he's setting that out to kind of say, come on, come to the table and let's, let's chat, you know. And then, of course, we have the, in Revelation, where we're going to all come together for the um, feast. I feel like that might be at a table, too, you know. Um, so I think a table sure. is representative of a family, um, yeah. And if somebody comes into our house, we're going to invite them to our table too, and they're going to see our children and how they behave and that kind of thing. Right. All right. We just don't eat food all around our house. We eat it at the table. That's right. Yep. Um, nothing's allowed on the couch. No. <laughs> Very particular about that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Proverbs 22.6 is our ne- next verse. Brian's going to read it. All right, so Proverbs 22, 6, Train a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will not turn from it. Okay. What you think in that one? Okay, I think just like what it says, you train your child or children uh, to choose right from wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, I know we just talked about that. If you want to explain a little bit more on that. Um <clears throat> we were talking about, you know, I just made the comment about, well, how old do you think, you know, a child should be to kind of make their own decisions? Um, and you told me, well, any any age, you know. So yeah. let's hear what you got to say about that. Um, well, yeah, what I was saying was there's a progression of choices. You know, we're not going to give a five-year-old the choice of what college they're going to go to or... Georgia Tech. <laughs> of course. We, you might give a you might give a five year old the choice whether they're going to have for breakfast a waffle or a pancake you know whatever so but as they get older their choices become more mature I guess right that's what you'd say as what's appropriate to their age and their mental capacity and spiritual maturity and all of that. What I took out of this verse is there is a specific way to raise children, and it's raising them up in God's instructions and God's words. And where do we get that? We get that, of course, from from the Bible. So if our life as parents is not, we don't, are we not knowledgeable of the word, how are we going to raise our children up in the instruction of God? Um and we're going to talk about more of that in the next verses. But um, train up means, you know, to dedicate, to initiate, or to discipline. So it's a very, you know, intentional 
Loving. Loving is something you're not going to give up on. I mean, if you're dedicated to training up your child, it's gonna you're going to have to see it through. So that's what I got from those verses in Proverbs. You ever heard that when your parents say, when they're going to discipline you, they said, this is going to hurt me more than it hurts you. Right. I always doubted uh, that. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't. It, it hurt me a lot. I wanted to say, yeah, right. <clears throat> but as parents now, we kind of say, see yeah. where that makes a little sense. Hurt, hurts you emotionally. Yeah. Yeah. Because you don't want to, you know, see your child hurting or mm-hmm. being disciplined. Nobody likes discipline. Right. Nobody likes correction. And you're disappointed in that the child made a bad decision that now you're forced to have to discipline them for. Yep. Yeah. All right, Ephesians 6, 1 through 4 is our next um, next scripture that I'll be reading. Uh, it says, Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment, with a promise that it may go well with you and that you may enjoy long life on earth. Fathers, do not exasperate your children. Instead, bring them up in the training and instruction of the Lord. All right. Was that all of it? I believe so. Okay. I got a little confused with my layout of my Bible. I see. <laughs> all right. So to obey, children are told to obey and to honor. Obey is to listen to one giving the charge, to be attentive and fully compliant. And what's something that I always say? About obedience. Delayed obedience is still disobedience. Exactly. So, and even if you don't fully, like if I gave you three steps and you only did two, are you still being obedient? No. No. That's that's a hard. That's hard. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Children are also instructed to honor, which means to assign value as it reflects the personal esteem of the beholder or to revere. So if our children honor us, that means that they personally believe we're worth honoring that because we've behaved in a way towards them that they've chosen to say, okay, well, they're worth me honoring them, which always falls back on us. Yeah. You gonna, you gonna let me say something about this? Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, goodness. I have. <laughs> I mean, I know this is your podcast and all, but you know, you invited me. Being a podcast hog. Yeah. Throw me, the, throw me the ball. Pass it. Pass. Okay. I did a flea <clears throat> flicker. Yeah, okay. That <laughs> all right. So it says here this is the first commandment with a promise. Um, so honor your parents. And your life will go well, mm-hmm. and you'll enjoy life here on earth. Um, Do you think that means that everything's just going to be oh, yeah. smooth sailing, hunky-dory? Oh, yeah, easy. No. <laughs> no. Definitely not. No, it means there's going to be hard times. But I always think about if I'm obeying my parent, like when I was a kid, if I obeyed my parents and I didn't, Go out and drink and then drive. You're going to live to 100. I'm going to live. Because, to 100. <laughs> well, I don't know about that, but I'm going to live because I didn't go out and put my life in danger. That's right. 
So I think that's some practicality to that. Correct. Yeah. So you can't go back and look just because somebody died while they were young that they disobeyed their parents. Right. Right. That's not a hard, fast rule. Right. Yeah. But I think about my grandparents, all of them, you know, live close to 90. Mm-hmm. So I just think back and did they honor their parents? You could probably say so. Right. So. And then they were blessed with seeing their children's children and even their children's children's children. Right. You know, Shelby got to know all of her great-grandparents on your side. Yeah. So that's, that's a, that scripture showing itself true in real life. Well, what about fathers? Let's talk about oh, what no. it says about that. Cause I didn't even want to write that down. <laughs> but we, t- we talked about this the other day. Like, why does oh. it always go back to the fathers? And what, what did you think? Because he's head of the household. Mm-hmm. So re- the responsibility is on him. Yeah. So, so we talked don't a couple- bag your kids. <laughs> when we talked a couple weeks ago about all the pressure that comes with being at the head of the house, this comes right back into it. I mean, everything really falls back on yeah. on you. Yeah. Yeah. It's tough. Um, this, this word exasperate means to not to, uh, to provoke to anger, to push buttons, to be like up close and personal, pushing their buttons. And we've both been guilty of that, especially with, with, with Shelby. Me, I have, you know, pushing her buttons and just wanting to control her, so. I try not to push her buttons. Yeah. Except with math homework. Let's don't get that. Let's, <laughs> Let's don't again. talk about that. <laughs> we had a good week in math homework this week. Y'all did. Y'all, you did very well. Mm-hmm. Had better. Yep. Still a little crying. <laughs> um. I think also what's important is that we remember that we teach our child to set their, or our children, to set their minds on God's ways so that they can formulate a God solution when they come up on a problem. And they're not always, oh, let me go ask mom and dad. We want them to come to us and ask, but we also want them to be able to think for themselves and, and not, well, okay, we well, what, we what does scripture We can't do? always be there. That's true. I mean, like at school, Sheba's mm-hmm. going to have to make a decision without us. Right. So. And she's going to need to know what what God would have her to do. That's what it's talking about, the training mm-hmm. again. Yep. Yep. All right. Our next scripture is Colossians um, 3, 8 through 21. 18 through 21, sorry. You no. got that one? I got 20 through 21. Oh, okay. That's what you wrote down in that I'm sorry. Come on, get your podcast together. <laughs> I made a mistake. All right, so I'm reading Colossians 3, 20 and 21. Children, obey your parents in everything, for this pleases the Lord. Fathers, do not embitter your children, or they will become discouraged. Okay. So that's why we only did 20 and 21, because it deals with the children. That's true. We should have read 18 and 19 the last couple of weeks. Yes, we should. Well let's, well, let's go ahead and read it then. So 18, wives, submit to your husbands as it is fitting in the Lord. 19, husbands, love your wives. I don't know why it says wives, but, you know, wife. <laughs> and do not be harsh with them. 
I, I can only handle one. Shoot, I couldn't handle That's two. That's all you need. I couldn't handle three. Like that TV show, that guy had like 20 wives. He had four. About five, ten yeah. houses. How much money did that guy make? <laughs> I don't that think one of them. Rolling. I don't think one of them worked. That guy is rolling. Hmm. Got more comments. Okay. We're not here to judge. More comments about no, we ain't. I got more comments about that. But okay, I can just handle one. Let's comment on verse twenty and twenty-one. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Go ahead. I mean, I mean, just like it's pretty straightforward. Yeah, isn't I it? didn't. I didn't dive deep like you know you have in the past. Sorry. Couple weeks being nerdy. You know, it just says obey your parents, children. This pleases the Lord. Here again, it's going on, verse 21, about the fathers. Don't embitter your children or they become discouraged. Mm-hmm. So I think that just keeps on nagging, nagging, nagging. We just make them lose heart yeah. and quit. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you don't want that. You just don't want somebody to, to give up. That means their heart and spirit have been broken. Right. And you don't want to do that. You want to train them up and encourage them mm-hmm. to do things. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Just like soccer. So yeah. we had soccer. We encouraged her, got out there and practiced with her. I am not a soccer guy. I don't know anything about soccer. Played baseball, you know, and helped out with some football in college. But soccer, I am brand new. Right. But hey, I got out there. We practiced and she made the team. That's right. She we tried out her. and yeah. she made the team. Yeah. 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 Go, girl. Well, and that's part of a parent's job is to see where, to see where your child may can flourish and encourage them and, and steer them in that right direction. And Shelby's athletic for the most part. I feel like she could she can get out there and do it. She's got to assert herself a little bit, yeah. which that's what she we She didn't like basketball. She <laughs> no. away from that basketball. Yeah, she would move out of the way yeah. when they would somebody would pass the ball to her. And she'd look at like, you throwing the ball to me? <laughs> Don't throw that ball she to me. She's watching. So bounce look, off, out of bounds. You got to encourage your children in the right things. In the right things, Don't right. Don't sign them up for basketball if she ain't a Michael Jordan. That's right. But, but Michael Jordan's got a good got a good story though. He was cut. Then look at him now. Mm-hmm. Either way, that's a different time. Another time. Um, parents have responsibilities and children have responsibilities, but fathers have double responsibilities. That's what I got from those two verses. Let's see. It's scary for these fathers. Yeah. Hope y'all listening. <laughs> Wives, I know I know this is a women's podcast, but you know, hand this over to the men this time. Well, you know, I thought about that. I'm like, why why is it again, why is it always the fathers? But then I thought about Timothy, um, Timothy's in the in the books of first and second Timothy, where he Paul talks about his mother and his grandmother and how Timothy's life was a reflection of how those two women helped raise him. So women, we have our we have our responsibilities too, and we will have to answer for how we raise our children and how we bring them up. So don't just think we're off the hook because it c- continues to address um, fathers. All right, so I picked this verse out, and it may be a little bit out of out of the flow, but. Um, this is 1 Timothy 3, verse 12, and it talks about um, overseers and deacons, which are, which are pastors and, and deacons or leaders of the church. And it talks about how their family or their, their household should look. So in verse 12, it says, A deacon must be the husband of but one wife and must manage his children and his household well. So just more 
reiteration of the Father's job. Well, I mean, I think we're all, as Christians, we are servants. Um, I know it's talking about strictly about pastors and deacons, but, you know, we're all servants of Christ. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we need to manage our household well. Yeah. So that kind of pertains to everybody. Yeah. Well, kids need to be managed. I think that's what this verse, what I get out of this verse, that they need. Your wife to... need to be managed too. <laughs> Maybe, maybe. I don't need to be managed. Shoot. But kids need to, you need to give your kids attention. You need to give them direction. You need to maintain and practice this diligently and gently. So that's what managing a child looks like. All right. So we're going to, we're going to wrap it up for today and we're gonna. This is come, part one. This is part one of children. The we got, children. We got questions for part two. Yes. So we're gonna come back um, with part two next week. So I hope that you'll tune back in and join us. Um, check us out wherever you check on check out podcast. And wait, let me sign off. You let me sign off. Well, I'm. I'm we're about. We're gonna get to it. Keep it real and trill. Okay, well, that's his sign-off, and mine is, go be real, the world needs to see it. We'll see you next week. Peace. Bye.